Hey, welcome Behind the Bar. My name is Chandler Phillips, and with me as always is... James Beery. What's going on? Nothing much. I'm just super excited to get into today's alcohol. It's in relation to our topic this past week. We're talking about kink at Pride, so I thought it would be extremely apt if we featured an alcohol that uh, you found while just meandering around Philadelphia. Uh, Yeah, I found it, and I didn't realize that it was related to this topic at all. The... uh, Spirit at large is Kinsey Cabernet Casked American Whiskey from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania by Kinsey Distilling Company. So let me just quickly run down what uh, Kinsey is. Kinsey is a Philadelphia-based distillery. Wait, West Philadelphia? Oh, okay, anyway. Um. (laughs) I don't know. This guy thinks it's funny. Um, So they they source. So I'm not sure sourcing could be very complicated. But I, I believe, if I'm correct, that they actually, they contract someone to make, like, their, the mash for them, the whiskey for them, and then they barrel it. Right. So it's sourced out of Philadelphia. And their line, traditionally, is three uh, liquors. It's a, an American whiskey. It's a uh, bourbon with 30% rye content. Pretty okay. good. And it, traditional bourbon casting and yeah. all that. Okay. And it's a rye. They also have had a, um, a Merlot casking. Of the American whiskey, um, or well, I think it's because I think it's, it just it just says uh, Cabernet Cast. I'm pretty sure it's just Amer- the American whiskey mm-hmm. cast and Cabernet Cast, and the, the sherry, which is one of the limited edition, limited run right now. Ooh. So this is the Cabernet Cast. Um, the liquor store I bought this from, I don't remember the name, is the only liquor store in Philadelphia that is not owned or state operated. In right, the city of Philadelphia. Like, all of Pennsylvania is, you know, super communist with their alcohol, right? Yes. And they're like, hey, you can't buy alcohol unless the government says so. <laughs> that It's true. <laughs> You're um, just going to roll. I mean, true. that is kind of how it goes. That's it's how it goes. The, there's a, a set state, like, standard pricing for it, and then your, your stock is kind of all government... Um, what is it? They're, they're, they run and operated yeah, and managed. Pretty much. Uh, they uh, control the flow. This, um, I don't know if you've noticed, there's no age statement on this. Though traditionally, apparently, this is uh, their 10-year-old uh, American whiskey, 100% corn mash bill, and it's been finished in 53-gallon uh, wine barrels that were previously held Napa Valley Cabernet wine in California. So Interesting. That's what's so, going on there. Like. I'm curious if, like, we were to find the distillery or something, um, if they would know what vineyards and what, like, what areas in Napa, because Napa is a pretty expansive region. It is, and that's one of the things about the Napa region that's really interesting is because, of course, well, we're going to talk about wine real quick. Is when you look at bottles, right? Bottles would say one of two things depending on if it's. New World style or old style or whatever the hell it's called. It's either the grape varietal or the region. So grape varietal like Cabernet Sauvignon, Cab Franc, Merlot, or region where it's like Napa or Toscana or Montepulciana. Like, yeah. And and Napa is one of the ones that just is well known, but like crappy wines also come out of Napa. And like the the $5 bottles that you get at Trader Joe's and uh, whatever, like. That that comes from Napa too. Yeah, lots of things come from Napa, so that doesn't really 
mean much, if anything. But I think the biggest meaning that we should break down on this bottle is the title itself. Uh, this is, now, this is the most interesting part because, like the taste, there's a spectrum kind of going on here. Yeah. Because it starts off kind of soft and a little, sweet. It's soft out, it starts out a little fruity. Oh, no. And gets into something a little bit more rich and less, uh, less, I guess, topical or berry-y. It's, it's got kind of like a, a raspberry. Like You definitely get the wine coming through on the first couple of sips. It is, and it's so funny because, you know, when I got this, I sent you a text, and I was like, oh, I have this thing. I got it. Because we're friends. I really, I missed you. I wanted to share some liquor with you. And you said, this is on topic. And I was like, okay, but I didn't even know how. Well, tell me, Chandler, how is this Kinsey American whiskey <laughs> Cabernet cask? How was this on, on, on topic? Well, because Alfred Kinsey is the scientist behind developing, well, he and his wife, the scientists behind developing the Kinsey scale, which is the, I guess, uh, scale, the spectrum that which sexuality has been kind of measured upon uh, in terms of on one side being heterosexual tendencies and the other side being homosexual. And so this is an old scale. Uh, it, I think it was, if I'm correct, it was uh, 1898. Mm-hmm. Was it? I believe it was. Like, this is a long time ago. You know, people thought that being homosexual was a disease. Not, yeah. Not that long well, ago. This, so, like, the scientists who worked on developing this scale were some of the pioneers of sexology and just, in general, sex ed. Like, the things we know about sexual education, aside from just the penis go in the vagina and then splurge and then baby come out later. Like all of the stuff that goes beyond that in like understanding um, nuances of what the G spot is and uh, both for men and women, <laughs> like what or uh, what is it? What uh, erotic erotic play? Like all of that study that has gone into understanding both sexuality as um, a science and as a form of self expression has was pioneered by these two scientists where they would just pretty much take a notepad into their foreplay and make notes and be like, Oh, well, you know, I guess that kind of gay, but you know, we liked it. So it's, it's going on the, on the, <laughs> it's, it's actually very interesting because when you look at uh, liquor development and the, the educate and sexual education development, there is very interesting, maybe even parallel, the more drunk people got, the more willing they were to bang each other. Because hmm. you look at it back in the day, right? People, I mean, people have been having "quote unquote" gay sex forever, right? Yeah. But it, but it was not what it is today. Now there's nuance because the Kinsey scale, it's like one through like seven, and it's like straight, kind of still straight, still mostly straight, then bisexual, like straight, straight, less straight, little bit less straight, and then gay. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, over time. People, you know, have discovered new ways of discovering sexuality in themselves. This is actually very interesting because, you know, American whiskey, which I don't know what, you know, Pennsylvania is 
everybody talks about like Kentucky and Tennessee and stuff like that. But Pennsylvania was where they were banging out whiskey. They were really? banging out American whiskey and they were, they were doling out spirits for a long, long time. Well, they're also home to one of our favorite gins, the Blue Coat Gin. Yes. I fucking love that. Now you look at this, right? People have been doing clear, distilled, clear spirits for a long time. They were doing beer for a long time and they started to learn more about it mm-hmm. and started to have more fun with it. Also, just to piggyback on that, um, you know, the, the Greek god of alcohol consumption, Dionysus. Dionysus, yes. Also, one of the gayest of the Greek gods. Like, like openly, like, mm-hmm. out gay. Like, I mean, let's be honest, most of them Greek gods yeah. but like, were, you know. were fucking around. But, like, Dionysus was like, he'll fuck you, then fuck your dad, kind of. Like, he, he was... That's where the term pansexual comes from, because, like, pan, mm-hmm. the, the god of, of, of nymphs and uh, fauns and all that, is a follower of Dionysus, like, because of the I. whole... I.e. a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, come on. I know these things. It's so funny, because when I was looking up uh, queer cocktails, there's a few, like the Stonewall Grenade and stuff like that, but above everything, it said... And wine is a separate episode, a separate article because oh, we have worked in liquor stores and in bars. And listen, you know, gay people love the wine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not bad. It's good. I mean, you everyone know, loves everybody wine. Everybody loves wine. But, but when it comes to throwing back wine. When it comes to throwing it back. It's... I mean, everybody. But it, everybody, everybody, you know, and that's why I think this is interesting. But also, this bottle, it's kink colored, kink colored. Yes, it has the purple. This is like leather. It's like the purple. Oof! It's like the goth. It's purple and black, oh, and it's got and like, gold. Mm. You know, it has the band wrapped tight around its neck. <laughs> it's it's got quite the choker on. You know, I absolutely just love the coincidence of this thing being related to. You know, that because, you know, liquor fucking goes hand in hand with being gay. Life is a spectrum. Being gay, being queer is a spectrum. Flavor is a spectrum. Yeah. You know, and I think. Actually, I like to think of it more as an index. (laughs) Am I wrong? Like (laughs) we had discussion before, like pretty much as long as it's of good quality, people like it. Yeah. Right. I think it's the same about gay sex. All right. Fuck it. As long as it's good quality. If the dick's good. Generally, you might not think you will. But, like, you, you take it enough, you will. Yeah, like whiskey. <laughs> the first couple of sips might burn your throat a little bit. But the first time I had whiskey, I hated it. Oh, the first time I had a craft beer, it was Brooklyn Lager, and I thought it was, like, fucking rancid. Okay. This, A+. plus. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 7, on a Kinsey scale, <laughs> um... Where would you rank this as far as, like, a palatability? Well, it's totally a four, which is bisexual. For me, it's either... I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So when I tasted this uh, in the Reading Market, uh, I, I tried their entire line. I didn't get a chance to try the Merlot one because that one is no longer... This limited release is no longer around. Mm. The Sherry one is the best, but it's, like, 90 bucks. And I was, like, had to carry it around all day, so I didn't want to spend 90 bucks on a bottle on my break. Right. And this was forty bucks, and at forty bucks, this is not any better or worse than 
most whiskeys we've had. I, be, to be honest, like we've had better, but like this has a little story. So I'm always a fan of a whiskey that has an interesting casking. That's why I like um, some of the Jameson cask mates. I really like um, the Angel's Envy stuff. They mm-hmm. got one that's in a port, one that's in a uh, Caribbean rum, um, and also another one that I hope to f- uh, feature soon on here is uh, Dovetail by Barrel. Oh, Barrel yeah. Bourbon. We were talking about that before, yeah. And I think this is in that vein of those whiskeys. Like, it's it's trying to do something new. Also, I think, uh, what is it, Yippie Kaye by High West also mm-hmm. usually does a uh, uh, nuanced casking, either a, a Pinot Noir or, like, it's it's usually different, but I think this one tries to push the boundaries of what we know as American whiskey kind of being derivations of bourbon, but because it's not bourbon, it's distinctly different i think it opens it up to different possibilities as far as cocktails i think this whiskey contrary to some others would maybe lend itself better to like a negroni type of variation i agree you know what i feel like a negroni or even a manhattan which we keep literally trying and hating but maybe it's the wrong maybe we haven't been using the correct whiskey we have that could be it and because it doesn't really have too much salinity to it because the wine gives it so much richness. So on my bar, I would probably have it two rows back just below the the like top level that would have like mm-hmm. the the 90 and above type whiskeys. But it would definitely be one row above. It's also 86 proof. Oh, I did not pick up on that earlier. Yeah. That's that's and, a bit spicier than your average. Uh... Can I say there's one thing about these kinds of bottlings and casking caskings? They're always considered to be uh, craft, small batch, or handmade, but they're not. You know, they're generally sourced from someone who makes a lot of liquor. Yeah, and then a smaller distillery but they're will casket. They're each individual little. But that's that's what I mean, because in in the honor of pride, we all gay. Everybody wants to be different and feel like they're a little different than everybody else. But generally, I know it sounds bad, but all whiskey is the same. There are differences, but they're all the same family. They mm-hmm. all deserve love. Love is love. You know, love is love. Okay, so the Kinsey scale is kind of bad because it doesn't include a lot of things, but I fuck with it. This is good. Um, don't forget, oh shit, I forgot to plug the episode that we did on Friday, which I like to call uh, Be Gay, Do Crime, uh, <laughs> uh, Can't Get Pride Discussion. And, you know, we're going to be drinking this Kinsey at the bar while we catch up, as well as we'll be enjoying the Five Burrows, which is a local New York City uh, brewery, the United by Beer, because fuck it. Wasn't there also something with like the proceeds? Of... Yeah, we're gonna fucking talk. About, we talked about it in an episode. Okay, you know, I'm excited. Get... I'm excited. It's good. It's it's. Good. I mean, it was good. Yes, it was good. Um. So 
follow us. Oh, if you're new here, of course, you can always follow us all the places. Uh, was that in good taste on Instagram.com or good taste pod at Twitter? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at C underscore underscore honey or at uh, my website, Bumblebear Comedy. Um, I don't have a website. Um, leave. Get, get your shit and leave. Out of here.